All right, hell yeah, let's go. Uh, welcome to episode something. We're recording three episodes today, so it's either four, five, or six. Damn. Um, yeah, we're on we're on the grind today. So welcome to No One Cares About Your Band, a podcast where we talk to musical people about non-musical things. I'm Ben. I host this podcast. I'm also in a band called Sweet Peach. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Ellie. What's Hi. up? How's it going? I'm Ellie. I am not in a band, but I do a bunch of other stuff. Ellie, you're in like six bands. What are you talking about? You're at least in Mover Shaker. <laughs> I'm I'm in uh, Lead DIY is a nonprofit that I run, and it occasionally gets billed as a band. So that that's close enough, right? You're in bands you by association, by proxy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And who you just heard was our special guest for today, Corey from the band Prince Daddy and the Hyena. What's up? Hello, chilling. How's it going, dude? How, how it's you going been? great. It's I've been good. It's been better, been worse. Yeah. You know, I've been on that yeah. podcast grind, trying oh, yeah. to get my voice out there. Hell yeah! How many people hit you up yeah. from that tweet? <laughs> uh, let's just say I have. Around five pat podcasts a day for the next seven days to do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's uh, nice. yeah. So Prince Daddy, that's pretty uh pretty sick. Y'all been pretty much um grinding ever since the album came out in June, is that right? Yes, June. Yeah. I think y'all yeah. Been, yeah, y'all been grinding hard. You got a couple tours coming up, right? Yep, sure do. That's sick. Uh, I'm going to try and make the DC show for that, but... Hell yeah, you should. I'm getting married literally two days after that, so like, I don't know if I'll be able to. I want to go, really. Well, you're not getting married two days before you're getting married. You know, that's true. You got a point. Just saying. You got the honeymoon after and stuff. Nothing before, (laughs) right? That's true. I don't have I don't have any major plans right before, so maybe I'll maybe I'll come out. Who knows what could happen? (laughs) Uh yeah, so you're hitting that with uh Oso Oso and just friends. Yes, and Maxio and Sincere Engineer. Love them. Love it all. Great touring package. And yes, then I'm so excited. Are, yeah, hell yeah. Y'all are going to the UK after that too. Yes, right? that too. Yep. Are you Very doing the um Yeah, are you doing the boost cruise? Is that We're what you doing the boost cruise? Yep. Sick. I'm so fucking jealous that I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> like all the homies on one cruise that just yeah. happens to be hit like in. a girl's playing. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, Connor, uh, who is my roommate, um, is drumming for Hit Like a Girl. Oh fuck and yeah! I'm oh, so can jealous. I swear? Is it okay if I swear? Yeah, you good? Eh? Okay, cool. No, that was a yeah. Sweet. Hell okay. yeah. <laughs> excited to see hit like a girl i think mikey erg is playing the same night as us and that's crazy to me because the ergs are my favorite bands ever i'm very excited about that that's sick yeah. i love mikey erg me too um, me too talented man but yeah so uh as we do we start out with a little bit of music talk which we just kind of started um sure. so sure. what's been going on with p daddy besides some besides the taurus anything uh... to report Honestly, currently, right now, as we speak, is the longest period of time off I've had since we started the band, which was five years ago. 
This is the first time in five years, maybe five and a half years, that I've had more than 60 days off in a row. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, so it's, it's been really interesting. And that's why I'm kind of like aching to do all these podcasts and shit because I feel like my human interaction level has been at an all time low. I feel that. Yes. And I thought being home for a month was was awful. Oh no. Yeah, right. It gets <laughs> it gets weird. It gets real weird. And uh isolady. If that's oh. a word. It's definitely not a word, but it can't you know what I mean. <laughs> it's close enough. We get what you mean. Yes, yes, yes. I just exactly. been as far as the band, um we have a new bassist that we're really stoked to be playing with. We're writing. I have a lot of songs written. There's like 30 songs written for the next record. We're really stoked about learning and stuff. Yeah. Practicing for the tour. I feel like we're all very, very excited for this tour. I think it's like the biggest shows we've ever played. And the package is like literally friends we've had since the band started. Like P Daddy, Just Friends and Oso have done this tour like four other times. And the other and the other times it has been like house shows playing to 10 people. So it's cool to have this happen again in 2020 and play to maybe a couple hundred people, hopefully at real venues. 16 people uh, make big moves. What was that? 16 people make big moves. Yeah, do or doing our best here. We're trying. We're trying real hard. Hell yeah, it's real sick shit. Thank you. Uh, anything else as far as like musical stuff uh, that you would like to add? Anything you've been uh, like vibing on or anything like that? As far as like my appreciation as a music listener or me as a musician? Uh, either or, I guess. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. As a musician, I'm writing my own songs. I'm trying to write a solo record. I oh. am... Me and Jade from Oso Oso are starting a band that we're going to release a record on. Hell yeah. Oh shit. Uh, and as a music listener, I am currently rediscovering my love for the Strokes. That's where my time has been going. Was it because of the Bernie rally? Uh, <laughs> you know what? That really pushed it. But even before the Bernie rally, me and my friend Lewis, who Ellie knows, me and my friend Lewis went to New York City on New Year's to see the Strokes, and it was and it was like the first time playing in like a year or so, and it was fucking phenomenal. And our booking agent, or uh, actually maybe just my friend, gave me a little <laughs> tip, gave me a little pointer, saying that the Strokes were having an after party at. Um, Baby's All Right in New York City, which is a venue we've played before. And so after the show, I went to Baby's All Right and just hung outside and met all the strokes and Post Malone. And yeah, I, I, it was a very memorable night. So it made me re, it made me uh, rekindle my love for that band that I've had since uh, middle school, probably. I appreciate just glossing over the Post Malone. <laughs> yeah, you know... Uh, that happened. Postman bought me a shot. So what? <laughs> Sue me. I was uh, Post Malone for Halloween a few years ago because I fell and knocked two of my front teeth out. So I had like 
a metal bar across my teeth for like a month. So my family was like, you have to be post Malone. And I was like, I don't really want to go out on Halloween, but like whatever. So I was post Malone begrudgingly for Halloween once. That's kind of bad. Angry post Malone. I love it. There's also one other person there that I met that I'm not sure if I should mention because they're kind of problematic. But yeah. I met Mac DeMarco was chilling there too. Oh. Yeah. But guess what? Mac DeMarco didn't buy me a shot. <laughs> there you yeah, go. So, uh, so fuck Mac DeMarco. Mac DeMarco is just one of us that got lucky. Like, let's be real. That's exactly like what he is. Yo, everyone tells me that I look like him. Everyone tells me they're like, yo, they're like, yo, Corey, you look, you look like some Mac DeMarco ass looking motherfucker. And so, so like, that's a constant in my life. So when I saw him at Baby's All Right, I like went up to him. I was like, yo, good. Like he played the Stroke Show too. He 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 was the openers, and I was like, yo, like good set, whatever. Uh, just to let you know, like people say I look like you, and he was like, oh shit, man, you're white too. I could totally see it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh my god, I can't tell if that's a roast or not, but that just made me laugh a lot. <laughs> Damn, that was either like that's either like the coolest shit ever or that's like super pretentious and I hate Yeah, no, exactly. Now. That's exactly what it is. I was like, I don't know whether I love this or I hate this, but it's definitely one or the <laughs> other. He had that ready to go. I was like, Damn, interesting, Mac. That's funny as hell. Yeah. Um all right. So we can hop into uh the not music talk. Okay, okay. Here now. So, Corey, you wanted to talk about um, some, like, sci-fi horror movie type stuff, right? I would love to. I, I mean, I, I have a lot to say, probably. I think, maybe, if I have some prompts. I, I love horror movies. That's how I spend my time, mostly. Horror when sci-fi you, movies. Yeah. When did you, like, when did you, like, start getting into it? Did you get into it in, like, high school? Honestly, probably before even. Uh... uh just the whole aesthetic of, uh, you know, that kind of shit was a thing for me since forever. Like, probably my first favorite movie was, like, E.T. or Gremlins. One of those two, which I know, like, it aren't straight up horror movies, but they definitely got me going in that trajectory as far as what I want to see and, you know, feel from a movie. That's definitely, like, that's definitely, like, uh gremlins for sure is like baby's first horror movie almost yeah no like, exactly that that's exactly what it is and uh, going back and watching it now even like that's a pretty scary movie for a kid to watch honestly there's like, some fucked up moments in there there really is there actually is like what i'm um, uh, spoiler alert a fucking gremlin gets they put him in a microwave and he pops <laughs> <laughs> like and it shows him pop like he he, he implodes and i think that's like Damn, this is rated PG. There's kids seeing this with their families. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's kind of... There were like a lot of fucked up moments in that movie. There was. There's people getting stabbed and shit. But because it's like Gizmo and he's like riding around in the remote control car and stuff, like people always forget about like the weird shit in that movie. Right, for sure. But that being said, Gizmo hopping in a car and stuff, that that that's my shit too. I love Gizmo. I wish Gizmo's Gizmo was great. real. I wish Gizmo was real. I wish me and Gizmo were chilling right now. What movie is this? Gremlins. Oh, oh, like, okay. Who's yeah. talking right now? <laughs> Who is that? We we okay. got we got Nick from Equipment in the uh in Yo, the chat Nick! right now. I know Nick. What's good? I'm chilling. You remember me? <laughs> yeah, I think I heard of your band. 
Dude, <laughs> it's good to hear from you. What a pleasant surprise, honestly. Yeah, I was on here and they were like, you should hop in on a random podcast. And that was like five podcasts ago. And, now, and look uh, at us now. Wow. <laughs> All grown up. Like they're like the Rugrats show. <laughs> Damn. Yo, this, I want hair like Tommy fun, Pickles in the Rugrats and the all grown up. He's got that purple ass hair. I want that. Honestly, tonight after this podcast ends, I'm gonna hit up someone and get my hair dyed blue or purple. I'm not gonna lie. That's oh, real. That's hell real. Yeah. Like Tommy heard it here first. Freaking pickles. <laughs> all right. So to clarify to- for everyone else, the reason that Nick is here is because we use the same, we use Discord to record and we use the same uh, like server for every episode. So in theory, anyone who has ever been on this podcast can hop in at any time, which I think is pretty cool, honestly. That's yeah, we kind of invited everybody. Let's get Dogleg in here. <laughs> Yo, somebody, somebody at Chase. <laughs> Come on, Chase. Come on, I want to talk Smash. Here, I'll throw, I'll oh, throw it in the, uh... I would love to speak with Chase and tell him how good his new song is, too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so sick. Here, I just added Chase. Hopefully, say, uh, hopefully say, Corey, say Corey's been asking for you. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of editing in this podcast. No, 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 no. I like it off the rails. That's how we like it. <laughs> All right. So let's hop back. Uh, let's hop back to uh, some movies. movies a little bit. Yeah. So uh, what would you say is like, what would you say is like your favorite horror movie at the moment? Like it can be anything recent, anything classic, okay. like anything. you saying at the moment was a lot of help because ever I couldn't answer. We'd be here all night. Uh, at the moment, you know, I have this app on my phone called Letterboxd. I don't know if y'all ever heard of it. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's essentially just like keeping track of the movies you watch and how much you like them and such. I'm going to look at that right now to tell you what I've been feeling. This is like in the podcast live. I don't have to wait for anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Okay, this isn't my favorite. However, recently, very recently, this is just an important uh, monumental moment in my uh, horror trajectory. I, for the first time ever, ever, at 23 years old, watched The Ring the other day. Oh, wow. Which is a movie that usually I feel like is the movie that gets you into horror movies. Like, that's the PG-13 teen horror movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, Which, it was like that and, like, Saw growing Exactly, up. yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those two movies, I feel like, are, like, pretty formative, like, introductory horror movies for kids of our generation. But I have not seen The Ring until me and our Prince Daddy's guitarist Cameron watched it maybe a week ago and i was like in awe like that movie was really amazing like i understand why that held such a big impact on the horror community like that is the scariest pg-13 movie i've ever seen in my entire life hands down it's a a really messed up movie and what's even funnier is it's about a vhs tape which is like really dates it like really dates it agreed but like there's like it shows it shows like clips and footage from the VHS tape a lot, and it like uses that kind of footage as like transitional sequences between shot between scenes. You know, it uses footage from the VHS, 
mm-hmm. that that is the subject of the film and those shots are literally beautiful like they are like in the scariest way possible just like watching like the wind blow through the trees or like the water hit the rocks whatever kind of filter they put on that movie somehow makes it like really fucking gorgeously terrifying like nothing's even happening it's just like shots of nature and like little things but somehow they make it terrifying and i was really impressed with just like watching that like nothing's even happening right now but i'm scared and that was a really cool feeling that i don't usually get especially from like a pg-13 movie you know yeah absolutely if you ever watch the um like the japanese uh version of ring it's just called ringu um it has a lot of moments like that like it has very interested yeah it doubles down on that aesthetic like a lot i feel like i'm trying to well i'm trying to get more into that side of things like the really like extra like supernatural like stereotypical like urban legend ghost story kind of movie because i feel like i don't i'm not really that familiar with that but like i want to watch like the original grudge not the american one but Mm -hmm. the american one's a remake right i think think so yeah i think so and it's i don't like it that much yeah no no i I heard it sucked i've never seen either of them but i heard that sucked but i've heard the original is like a classic that is like you need to watch that and i have never seen it so that's definitely on my watch list on my letterboxd account Follow me, baby. Corny boy 69 letterbox with a K and boy with an I. Dude, you killed it with that one. <laughs> Legitimately. I got, I got to stay on it. That's what a good <laughs> podcast host does. <laughs> uh, so is that where you air for like what you prefer out of like a main um main like conflict in a horror movie because you got like you got like different types of stuff with like the supernatural and then you got like stuff like the purge where it's like where it's like realistic stuff but like unrealistic at the same time and like that kind of that kind of stuff do you like supernatural stuff a little more or like Um, more like grounded i really do truly like both Mm -hmm. i do however i can answer this question i feel like um supernatural is my answer, but not supernatural in the sense of ghost stories. I feel like I actually kind of get semi bored with ghost stories unless they're like really well done. Mm-hmm. Like a ghost story film has to be like really well done for me to like give that anything over like three and a half or four stars. But uh, supernatural as in like monsters or like just psychological shit like honestly like my one of my favorite films to come out honestly probably the scariest movie i've ever seen was hereditary oh yeah definitely Does wanted anyone to bring from, that up yeah like yeah. that movie for me was like massive like i i i have horror movies are like my second passion to music maybe even a tied first but like seeing that movie changed everything for me where i was like okay like there's shit that can be scary without um without really having a subject like if 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 like like the scariest parts in that movie for me were just like being overwhelmingly like sad and like traumatized you know it's not like <clears throat> it's not like jump scares it's not like <gasps> that monster is so scary looking it's just like like the fucking naked brother's boy waking up in his bed and it's 
after a spoiler alert, I don't know. I, I'm assuming <laughs> everyone's seen it. It's been like three years, but he like wakes time up stamps. He, yeah. Put time stamps for the spoiler. <laughs> There's this scene when he just like, he goes out to a party, or whatever he's rushing home. And then the thing happens. Her head, he, he, the, his sister's head falls off in a car accident. And then like in shock, he just like, he just fucking goes home. He just goes home, doesn't say anything. He's completely monotone. No, like, there's nothing like he is like dead inside. He goes to bed. He just goes to bed, doesn't anything. Oh, and then, then you, the following yeah. shot. The, yeah, the following shot of him waking up to his parent, his mom opening the door and screaming and crying, finding the body and him just like trying to cover his ears with the pillow. Like that is scarier to me than any monster or jump scare I've ever seen. Like that was genuinely traumatizing for me. That like really raised the bar for like what a scary movie can do to my psyche. That one scene where nothing is even being shown besides him crying. The psychological shit is like it's heavy. That, that fucks me up. Like I can't. Tr- I, it's hard for me to do that. Like I, for sure. No, I definitely agree. That was like the one movie in the past, like probably like five or 10 years where it's like I came out of that and like I was feeling mad weird. Like I wasn't feeling like, ooh, like I can't turn the lights off at night. Like not that kind of scared. Like it was like existential dread kind of terror, terror. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did you yeah, watch and- um, Midsummer? Oh, yes. And I loved it. I thought it was similar, phenomenal. Yeah, similar moments in that for sure, too. Yeah, absolutely. That was honestly... If we're going to get, if I may get a little heavy here, um, that was like, actually, like, I don't mean this in like a terrible way, actually in a good way, because it's a horror movie and I want to get that this reaction. But like, that was genuinely like triggering for me, that movie, because I feel like I had an experience a couple years ago with a bad acid trip and seeing that movie where like a lot of it, a lot of like the weirdness and like being unsettled comes from the visuals. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're tripping for like 75% of the movie just made that all more like, uh, I don't know the right word. It's just like, I was just like, I was in it, you know, I was feeling it. I, w- I was there with them watching that movie. I-, I was definitely affected by that movie the same way I was with Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was for a great sure. movie. That's one of my favorite movies last year, probably. Yeah, that's Top cool. five at least. Those two, those two for sure. And then both of the uh, Jordan Peele movies, Us and Get Out, were like up there oh for me a lot. I, f- I fucking love those movies. Those movies are special. Like Get Out and Us are like. Honestly, they, those were inspirational to me, even as a songwriter, for some reason. I don't I can't explain that. But like for some reason, seeing those two movies had me very inspired as like a musician, even. Those mm-hmm. were very, I loved those movies. I think he's a genius, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I, I would agree with that. I think I think Jordan Peele is just really incredible at what he does. And Truly. Like, coming from the comedy background, too, like, it's just insane how well he's done that. Dude, seriously, like, watching Key and Peele, like, it's not a stupid show. Like, it, it mm-hmm. is silly, but, like, I feel like that is a show that's as silly as it is. That will age better than most other sketch comedy shows based on the delivery and, and, and the subject matter, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like Keen Peel is like really sweet because unlike other sketch comedy shows that I also enjoy, it's like, those are like, like the kind of South park kind of like whatever kind of humor, like, right. Oh, everything is funny. Like, you know, right. no one should be offended by anything. Exactly. But like Keen Peel is just like, 
it's like actually saying stuff with it while 100 100 and that that makes it funnier honestly to me it makes it a lot funnier the fact that they're like it kind of seems like they have a mission statement in mind rather than just let's make someone laugh yeah they're definitely like putting in like a deeper sense of effort into it than you find in most other like comedy shows i feel yeah absolutely i would agree I love that show. I, I fall asleep to that show like nightly, honestly. That or Futurama. Oh, I will watch Futurama all day. Me too. I love that show. It's so good. That show moves me. That show genuinely moves me. There's few cartoons out there that like I get invested in, like I do with like a live action drama. But like that show and Bojack and stuff, those shows, sometimes I forget it's even animated. I'm like, damn, like this is like some real ass characters, you know? Animated shows have a habit of like, if they're well done, they will absolutely just break my heart. Like Adventure Time Same. broke my heart. Dude, um, yeah, Adventure Time was a, is a good example for sure. I love that mm-hmm. show. I never finished it. Cam, uh, Cameron, our guitarist is like, he loves that show. He finished it. He always gets pissed at me for not finish it. But yeah, like that show from what I watched was definitely a special monumental show. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Ellie, you want to, you want to throw in a question? Oh yeah. Sorry. I got distracted. I, so I just moved to a house that has three cats and I've never lived with cats like before. So <laughs> one of named Anna just like came into my room and sat next to me. And I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that i have ever wanted but okay (laughs) um oh i have a question okay so you know in the past like 10 20 years there's in movies in general there's been Mm -hmm. the introduction of like cgi and ability to animate you know like creepy characters better would you say that's been more how do you think as a whole has it affected the like elements in horror movies? And would you say that makes it better or worse? If that makes any sense. Um, yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's a good question. Um, it depends. I mean, like seeing a movie now, like let's say it's 2020 and I'm going to the theater to see a movie that just came out. The CGI, I feel like will be sick and I like, I, it won't distract me at all. And it'll be for the better. However, if it's 2025 and I'm watching that same movie, I feel like CGI ages so much more poorly than like practical effects. Like I I feel like watching like, let me try to find an example here. Um, I don't know. Like what? Like to go back to like gremlins or ET or like, uh, Freddy Krueger, like Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff, like seeing that stuff. It's oh, it's how many it's how many years later, you know? It's like 30, 30 something, 40 something years later. And it's like that still looks appealing to me. Whereas if you watch like a sci-fi original, like shitty like The Meg or something like that, it's not the shit on, not not the shit on that, because I do love shitty B movies like that. I do truly. But like if it just there's no way to make it so it ages properly. There's no way because it's good because technology is going to keep improving. Whereas like with gremlins, you're making puppets like those puppets look how they look. That's how they're going to look always, you know? Yeah. And I just I, I like in the moment, CGI doesn't bother me. But like five years down the line, when I watch that same movie, it will bother me. 
Have you ever seen Signs, Corey? Signs with Mel Gibson? Yeah. I've seen it probably 45 times. What do you think of the aliens in that movie? Um, you see, there's... Okay, you know the scene... There's like something about them. There, there's something about them that's uber creepy, right? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, I feel like it's the one absolutely. CG that's like aged okay. You know, you Just because it's so though, uncanny. The re- Why that's is that? what it is. The re- it, I feel like it's because like the main scene in that movie that gets me, the, like the one scene that I'm like, that would give me nightmares as a kid is the... It's like, like the on video the, footage on the news on the news yeah. like a party and it walks by and it's like on a camcorder. So like they can do a shitty job doing CGI because it's recorded shittily anyways, because it's legitimately like the source of it is a camcorder. And I feel like in that sense, like you can make CGI look as shitty as you want. You know, it's the camera's fault, not the CGI's fault. And that's hmm. why that I feel like that movie is also another movie like that is like Cloverfield. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for that's sure. like in my top five favorite movies of all time like that is like a huge movie for me and like i don't think that movie could age very poorly because you very rarely see the monster when you do it's like shaky cam like all over the place so like it's not gonna look good even if it was really happening yeah exactly it's just like the more like like in signs like the the camcorder footage like that part's like like they, when they show the alien later and it's like a more of a clear shot, it's not quite as creepy. It's not quite as creepy. Yeah. I but like, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is in that. Joker's in that. No, literally. I was watching Swing it away. My oh my God. And she was like, wait a minute. She's looking at the IMDb page, IMDb page. And she's like, that is not him. Is it? And I was like, oh yeah, you know it. What's his name? Swing, swing away. What? What's his name? Swing. Uh, he's got a Robbie or something. Name. Swing away. No, Robbie. Meryl, it's Meryl. Meryl, swing away, Meryl. That's what it was. <laughs> Dude. Good movie. Uh, and he's hitting glasses of water off the coffee table. Just <laughs> throw the glasses of water at him. Why are you using a baseball bat? <laughs> that movie turns into like a not horror movie whenever that scene happens. It's There's also like one scene in that movie that always confused me. And I would love some clarification from you. Nick, you're the one I'm talking to about signs right now, right? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm bad at this. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> there is a part in that movie when like, they're in the basement, like hiding from the aliens from the big yeah. night, from like the invasion uh-huh. night. And I, the little kid is having like a, a asthma attack. And there's a point when like he's like comforting him. Mel Gibson, the dad is. And he's like, I hate you. I hate you. And I'm like, what? what is he talking about? Your kid is dying. Why are you? Do you remember this at all? he says i hate you is he referring to like the aliens or? no he is talking directly to his child who's having an asthma attack he's, saying, he's gotta be saying like i got I you, hate you. <laughs> no bro i had subtitles on always he's saying i hate you and I'm i resent like, you for having asthma during this time that's what i'm thinking i'm like is, is he angry because he's making him sad because if so grow the fuck up you're his father <sighs> no he's mel gibson he's a good dad in that movie then he then a year later he made passion of the christ I think 2020, it's not acceptable to compliment Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> no, the character that was written by, who, wasn't it M. Night Shyamalan who made that movie? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, it was. No, yeah, but fuck Mel Gibson. But then he made Passion of the Christ, and I was like, go off. Fuck you, Mel. Fuck you, Go Mel. off, I guess. <laughs> go off. Make, it, make me watch that movie in Catholic school twice. Go off, Mel. I was about to say, go, go, off, see, it on, go see it on Easter in 2020. Still. <laughs> wait, wait. So, Chase. Huh? I texted Chase, and he uninstalled <laughs> Discord from his phone. But uh, he wants to ask if uh, y'all have seen Creep. 
I have seen Creep 1 and Creep 2. Yes, I have. I have not. I didn't know they made a music video for that. <laughs> classic. I have not seen it. Zing! <laughs> I have seen Creep. I have seen Creep 2. I like them both. Uh, I think Creep I 2 wish Chase was, was here to discuss it. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Tell Chase uh, from, dog leg, from Dog Leg fame. A, I like both of his new songs B um Creep 2 is a good sequel and good sequels are hard to come by especially in horror especially in horror however honestly I've been coming to the realization I've like accepted that and I think I like shitty sequels now if that makes any sense like I love when, when the first movie's great like an actual phenomenal film and then they make six more and they all suck, but they're so much fun to watch. Like that Friday the Saw. 13th? Yeah, oh, Friday Saw. the 13th yeah, too. Yeah, Saw, Saw is a perfect example. Dude, the, those are fucking madness. Like, it just, it's all they're about so up in the air. fun. They're Saw so 2 is actually, fun. like, still pretty good, but then, like, Saw 1 is amazing. Oh, it's a great movie. Saw 1 is a great, great movie. That was, like, that was, like, an actual, like, not even by extension of the word. That's an actual indie film, right? Am yeah. I right in saying that? It's like super low budget. Yeah. That movie is a phenomenal film, in my opinion. I like no no irony there. Like I think the first saw and honestly the second one, I think are both really good movies. Did you see the trailer for the new Chris Rock one? Chris Rock saw? You didn't Chris, see it? Yeah, Chris You're Rock and Samuel right L. Jackson. You are literally are you? bullshitting me right now. It's it's off the book that saw was based off of i think it's like more true to like this is not a joke yeah yeah it's a reboot it's like a real like saw movie based with chris rock and samuel l jackson it's so called... should i be cringing or should i be excited <laughs> no you know it's kind the of 50 right now <laughs> oh it's called spiral there's already a trailer for it yeah yeah is it like an A24 movie or something? Or is it like some high budget ass like Hollywood? It's definitely stuff? high budget. If I Lionsgate. Yeah. Okay. But it I'm seems interested. like I'm interested. It seems like kind of a passion project. I guess Chris Rock was I guess Chris Rock really wanted to make a Saw movie. Is he the producer of it? I think so. Yeah. Damn. Interesting. I don't really know much about Chris Rock outside of comedy. I figured that's kind of what he had going for him. I don't know. I've never seen chris rock do anything besides comedy right yeah so like, honestly me neither I yeah i like him as uh fuck what's the name of that movie give me some chris rock movies uh the only one that i can remember is top five is chris rock in the chris farley movie uh beverly Hill- beverly hills ninja it would make sense. I've never. Hold on, seen I'm gonna Google up. this because I I would hate to be wrong. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Please don't be wrong. <laughs> uh, yes, he is. Thank Christ. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. I love Chris Farley too. Not a whole, Not aside from horror. Chris Farley is my favorite comedian. So. Chris- one of the best to ever do it. Dude. Sure. Committed special. to the bit every time. Legitimately. Even if you watch him on like interviews, like late night, like Letterman shows and shit like that. 
like he is like constantly playing his character, which leads you to believe that it's not a character. He's he's playing himself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which is Chris honor. Rock is. Sorry, go. You could finish. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what were you going to say? My bad. Breaking news: Chris Rock was Osmosis Jones. Oh! Oh wow! I, was I forgot about. That's what that. I was thinking. Yes, you're right. Oh my god! Good, show. Good movie. I think the show was called like Ozzy and Drix. Wasn't wasn't Kelsey Grammer Drix? What is an that all star right? cast? You know, <laughs> who's Kelsey Grammer? I know that He's name. Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. Ah 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 ah! I see, I see. He's also Frasier. If you if you ever watched Frasier, but I'm, I know what it is. I'm not very familiar, however. Eh, well, Sideshow Bob is the more important character culturally. I would say he's a legend, huh? Exactly. Um, I guess we can get back onto some kind of topic. <laughs> Ellie, you got the you got the list in front of you. <laughs> Topics aren't fun. Um, hold on. Okay, do you have a guilty pleasure horror movie, or is that something that you think um, is impossible to? I feel like I feel like watch. liking horror movies is the guilty pleasure. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it's funny because like 90% of the quote unquote good horror movies, like the ones that like take with me, will never get like above a 60% on like Rotten Tomatoes or INDB or something. Like like uh, oh, yeah. at, at base level, like a good horror movie is going to be received more poorly than like if you go to see... I don't know, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like a Tarantino or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going horror to be horror like, is like the emo of the film industry. No, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. Except, yeah, no, no. I, I, it's like Hereditary was the first movie, the first horror movie in so long that critics were actually like, okay, maybe we have something going on here. But besides that, it's like the good horror movies are still like at like a 50 on Rotten Tomatoes or something. So like. <laughs> So you can't really, uh, you kind of just got to go by what you like and stuff. You can't really look at ratings online. Like I know like when I'm looking, like when I'm like late at night trying to find something to watch on Netflix or whatever, it's like, I definitely will like find a movie and like Google it and see what people say about it. But when it comes to like a horror movie, it's usually just like, if the summary sounds good, I'll watch it because I know that like, no matter what, it's going to have like a 50% and there's going to be people being like, eh, Stupid plot. They should have went out the door mm-hmm. instead of up the stairs. Ah. <laughs> and it's like, shut up. That's the point. Have fun. Oh uh, yeah, horror is the only genre where I'll actually still watch a movie if it's got like an eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. No, exactly. Yeah. I, I, honestly, there's there, like there's a huge, I'd say like a massive corner of the horror movie community where like how bad it is is what is the charm, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Like, like, like late Friday the 13th movies, like once you get into like the four, five, six territory of those movies, like they're not good, but that's what makes them iconic is like you're watch, like you're rooting for the killer. Like, yeah, these these fucking people are stupid. That's the point. Like, you just want to see crazy shit. It's fun. It's 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 just. I guess this isn't something to be proud about, but it's just like mindless fun. Like it's like cathartic. It's therapeutic almost. Hmm. You just want to see you just want to see a dude in a hockey mask fuck up some teenagers. Like, right? Sometimes that's just the vibe of the night. Sometimes it works. 
So just out of curiosity, <laughs> I looked up the Metacritic score of my my personal favorite horror movie, which is Evil okay. Dead Two. That's mine too, yo. That's number one for me. Yo, sick. Yo, it's Evil Dead 69. Two, number one, sixty nine. LOL. I heard that number <laughs> before. I think. Um, yo, Evil Dead. That's so cool that you brought that up. That's my number one. I always bring up Evil Dead in horror movie conversations. What do you What do you think best. about the first one? What do you think about the first one? Uh, I think it's good. I, I wouldn't like. I, I I wouldn't give that one the high praise that I'd give Evil Dead no. Two, Army of Darkness, or even the the reboot they did. I thought was oh, the show fucking phenomenal. No, 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 the one with the, oh, 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 Ash the movie. Ash was a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that movie was terrifying. That movie was so good. I'll show my friends that and they'll even be like, damn, like that was fucked up. Like, holy shit. I love That's those movies. That's one of my favorite true. franchise of all time. That's like exactly my vibe. The Like a good campy B movie. That's my yeah. vibe. And it was yeah. like on purpose too. like Evil exactly. Dead 2 was like almost a comedy and like, well, it was a comedy in like a lot of spots absolutely especially oh, army like, of darkness army of darkness yeah. doesn't even have a single drop of blood in it i don't think no i don't think it does yeah because it's all skeletons sick. it's all skeletons yo that i love those movies i'm so glad you brought that up dude those are those are sick those um i guess i got into them like after uh i saw like the original like spider-man movies yeah and i was yeah, like yeah I appreciated the Spider-Man movies a lot more after I watched Evil Dead because like Bruce Campbell <laughs> pops up and like the Spider-Man movies are like so like campy with like you Sam Raimi see, making them. Yeah, and stuff. you can totally see the Sam Raimi like little like he has these little quirks and they even obviously Evil Dead was like kind of a DIY movie like it was just like a passion project whatever but like mm -hmm. even with a huge Hollywood production like Spider-Man you can still definitely have see some identifiable like Sam Raimi quirks in in, in those three movies especially Spider-Man 3 which honestly oh, yeah. I like I think that movie is so fun here we I are think you that heard is it here first fun movie. I don't think it's a good movie but I think mm -hmm. it is I, I I sit down and enjoy that movie the same way I sit down and enjoy my horror movies. Do you know? It's yeah, just makes wacky. Sense. It's wacky. It's just silly and wacky. And the fact that it got made is the fun part. What are your thoughts on the new Spider-Man movies? The, the Marvel ones? Yeah. Um, the live action ones I have not seen. I heard they're really good. However, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, the animated oh, one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that is the best comic book movie of all time. Maybe, maybe, maybe second behind Dark Knight, but it is up there with like the greatest comic book movies of all time. I think that is like such a wonderful, beautiful movie. I love that. I watched that movie like six times in a row when it first came out and I never got tired of it. Oh yeah, I've definitely watched that movie a bunch. Sorry, Ellie. Such a good movie. It's just yeah, just kind of just kind of dirt in the wound for Ellie, unfortunately. Does Ellie I, not like that movie? No, it's got a lot of like flashing light effects, so I couldn't oh, see it. Oh, 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 yeah, yes, okay. I saw that movie with someone who had the same problem, honestly, and that yeah. was a big that was a big complaint of theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a real thing. That's a definitely a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I've I've seen. Some, I got the gist, and it looked really cool. Right. But just no, I feel you. Ways. The reason that I like originally started lead was because I couldn't see The Incredibles 2, and The Incredibles is like my favorite Pixar movie, and I was so <laughs> fucking mad. Like, Incredibles is number one for you? Yep. 
I, yeah, I, I mean, it might be number one for me. That's up there for my super, for superhero movies for sure. Wait a sec. Is everyone in this group agreeing that Incredibles is number one Pixar movie? No, I wouldn't Maybe say not Pixar movie. I would say superhero movie. It's like top five. Okay, Coco's okay. up there for me. Uh, it's one I haven't seen. Coco's hella sick. Coco was very good. Uh, but like, obviously, like, you know, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story. Those are those are my favorite too. Yeah, my favorite. Honestly, it's been a long, long time, but I feel like if I went back and watched Bugs Life, that would be up there for me too. Bugs Life is great. I will, I will stamp. Uh, yeah. That movie is still great. I don't remember it that well, but I feel like I still am a stand, regardless if I don't remember it, because I just remember really, really thinking it was great. And it's ugly cousin ants. Remember that movie? Uh, oh, no. Why they had to do shit like that? Like there was, <laughs> there were, there was more. Like remember Shark when Finding Nemo came yeah. out? Shark Tale, Shark Tale <laughs> with Will okay. Smith. I have an even oh. better one. I have an even. <laughs> Et, have y'all ever seen Mac and Me? Oh wait, is that the one that's that that uh, what's his name plays on that talk show? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. yeah. Dude, let me, let me let me look this up. Oh my god. <laughs> It is the shark tail of E.T. It is E.T.'s shark tail. Oh, no. It is, except it is a big giant. It's just an advertisement for McDonald's. It's it's like, I cannot believe it exists. I love it. I, I'm actually wearing a shirt of it right now. I love <laughs> Mac and Me. It's you just because of how stupid it is. It's ridiculous. Oh, his, his name is Mac, and it's all about, and it's like a giant McDonald's ad. Oh, it's no. Lit, it's lit. There's a, an entire, like, five-minute dance scene inside of a McDonald's. It has 11,000 reviews on IMDb and it's a 3.3. 3. Right, I'm going to watch this. Uh, one of the most we're not legendary of movies of all time. I love mm-hmm. that movie. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than Shark Tale. I'll say that. I mean, that's, that's a low bar. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about sh- shitty ripoffs of other movies. So the bar's already pretty low, I think. That's true. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm trying All to right. think of more shitty ripoffs. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, Paul was like kind of in the same vein, I guess, of like ET, but it was like supposed to be that. That yeah. was more like of an adult comedy, though, right? Like that was. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um. That was like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Right. 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 I got the list of stuff to ask here somewhere because we were we're way off. It happens. I love being way off. That's fine. fine. That's perfectly fine. I mean, Nick. Nick can tell you we definitely did not stay on topic during our podcast. <laughs> what was Nick's topic? We could talk about Nintendo. Shadow the Hedgehog again. Ooh, he's got a gun. <laughs> the Hedgehog's got a gun. <laughs> President has a picture of Shadow and Sonic on his desk. <laughs> Maria, we got to talk about. We gotta talk about Shadow the Hedgehog on at least every other episode. What was Nick's oh. topic when Nick was on as the Nintendo? As... Nintendo oh, handheld classic. specifically, so it wasn't even GameCube that Shadow the Hedgehog was on. Yeah, honestly, I had Shadow for PS2. That's kind of bootleg, right? I think I oh, ended no. up with two <laughs> copies of it. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> that game was rated E10, and I was like exactly 10 whenever that game came out. So, so I had to like I had to like convince my parents and be like, they say it's OK. It's not T, I promise. <laughs> Shadow said Shadow was like, E10, this is bull crap. 
Damn. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> we can talk about this again. I'm kidding. We're just going to keep talking about Shadow the Hedgehog. Talk about Hedgehog. how he had a motorcycle. Yo, it's ET. He had a motorcycle. He had a gun. And it, he said, damn, once. Oh, so cool. Remember Damn, that Chaos uh, Emerald. <laughs> you remember the trailer for it where it kind of implies that he shot Sonic? Dude, no. I don't remember that. That's sick though. It's like it's like a full CG trailer, and like Sonic is like he has like singe marks on his fur and he like faints, and then right behind him is Shadow just like looking triumphantly holding a gun. And it like kind of implies that sh- that Shadow just shot Sonic. That's dark as hell. <laughs> Didn't seem like that when I was 10, that's for sure. <laughs> Corey, did you ever see that really old anime Sonic movie? Oh, yes. I think I have. It. Can you describe like describe the opening sequence to me and I'll know immediately. Sonic and Tails are on a beach. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and I loved it. I haven't Metal seen it in Sonic. like 20 years. Metal Sonic but, in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, that was like the main thing. I yes. Think. Dude, that Voice mo- acting I, in that movie. Oh my I would God. go to Blockbuster and rent that movie like... Twice a month. They do it for free? Blockbuster, baby. What'd you say? And didn't they have like a free kids movie thing? Uh, I don't I'm know. Not Maybe sure. that was my local place. I was too but, young yeah. to know what money was. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get that. I used to get that movie in the mail from Netflix back when Netflix was like a mail order DVD service. The Sonic one? Yeah. Dude, I rented that see? movie like five times. It was just it was a good little cartoon. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that was, in my opinion, that was like the best rendition of Sonic outside of games. Same, actually, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, Sonic X was pretty cool, actually. Oh, I, f- I, like I always Sonic. forget that. And the Kirby show existed. Sonic. Yeah, oh, the Kirby Fox show Fox. was good, too. Four Kids TV, mm-hmm. baby. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sonic X was really cool. They, I like Sonic X included a lot of stuff from different uh, timelines, which I thought was cool. Like they had a lot of like Sonic Adventure 2 battle references and stuff. Yeah, there was a couple seasons that was basically like that plot, wasn't there? Yeah, and I think that that was that was really, really cool to me. I was like really impressed that they, did, that they decided to go with that. Yeah, that was super dope. find it somewhere. I think it's on Netflix, honestly. It's a, really? It's, it's on Hulu. I know that. Maybe that's oh, I got both. Sweet. Well, there you go. Around. You're in. I'm in. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I'm uh, All right. Dope. <laughs> do we, do we want to go back to a horror movie question or not? I love horror movies. Yeah. I'd like to hear y'all talk not? more about it. All right. So what do you think is like, are there any cliches in horror movies that you think is like, either really good or really bad like what's something that like a bunch of horror movies do that's like that's like really dope or like really not dope um i feel like horror movies with like that like capitalize on the tropes are usually my favorite ones not gonna lie like i feel like the ones who don't try to hide the fact that they're gimmicky horror movies are like the funniest ones like evil dead but like um you ever seen cabin in the woods Oh, yeah, the movie's fantastic. Oh, my God. The way that movie handles horror movie tropes, I think, is so fun. I th- The like, movie is like if an episode of Community was a horror movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it is. Dude, I love. I could watch it a million times over again. I think the way they handle trope, like, 
those tropes that you're referring to is like my preferred way where it's like they are there 100%. However, they're like taking them and kind of like um, dismantling them a little bit. Like they're kind of like deconstructing the genre a little bit and kind of like seeing like you're so used to this, but let's take these things you're used to and like throw you for some curveballs. Like they're like literally it's all happening. They're sacrificing these people as like a game show for a god. Like that's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. That that that's that's absolutely bonkers, but like they still play with the same tropes just in like the most creative way possible. And I it's feel really like that, cool. that's where I stand on that question is like I do like the tropes, but I would like it if they use them in a kind of a more self-aware way. That makes sense. Uh two thing two things I've got. Um the scene in Cabin in the Woods where uh-huh. they're at the chalkboard and it's like the like the betting <laughs> yes. pool of like yep. who's who it's gonna be this year and it's like all right who had redneck torture family <laughs> I love that scene. There's I pause that every time I watch that I pause that scene every time and you look, look at the at you look at the selections yeah because you look at the names lot, there's a lot of deep cuts in there there's a lot of ones that are like genuine like direct references to actual like old cult horror movies oh yeah. Like, like there's a lot of them and and I think it's just like kind of like the whole movie is just like this like them paying respect to the genre, you know, in a very tasteful way. And there's I mean, a lot even, of scenes like that. Like even the the last scene when like that all the monsters are like let loose. Like it there's so much callbacks to like Hellraiser and Freddy Krueger and Saw and stuff like that and it's just like damn, like whoever made this definitely had a love for the genre and I I like to witness that love. That yeah. movie is incredible. Yeah, it really I is. Agree. Similar vein. Have you seen um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Yes, I love they, that movie. They do the like they do like a very similar thing with that. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, just all like turned on its head. That's a funny movie. Those two dudes are funny. They're in some other stuff together too. I forget what. There's this movie with the the bigger guy from that. The guy with the beard. Um, um shit. I only know the other guy's comedy. Alan Tudyk. His name is Tudyk. No, Al, well, the the other guy, not the guy with the beard. Um, gotcha. His name is Alan Tudyk. Okay, okay. Let me, let, um, let me look this up. Uh, Tucker and Dale. The one, the bigger guy in Tucker and Dale is in another movie that's like exactly the same, where like his fiance accidentally kills somebody and they have to like cover it up together, and it's a horror comedy like that, and it was really really good. I forget what it was called. I think that dude's funny <sighs> as hell though. I can't figure it. I can't see what I love how the beer in that movie is just like beer. Like <laughs> the can just says beer. I they open their car when they get pulled over. <laughs> like, can't say beer pour out of their car. So funny. Damn, that guy was in the X-Files. Whoa. Was he? Yeah. He he was he's listed as stoner or stoner number one in the X-Files. <gasps> oh, I think I love this guy. It was in the episode with Jack Black, I think, actually. I in think I know one? what episode. Oh, it's a new X-Files episode. Well, he was in the old one, too. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think he's a stoner. He's friends with Jack Black in an episode. If I'm thinking of the right guy. I haven't watched the X-Files in a long time. All right, I I'm going to go down an IMDb that. rabbit hole, and we're on a podcast right now, so I shouldn't do that. Nah, we're on a podcast about movies, though, so you should do that. <laughs> All right, you got a point. You got a point. <laughs> this, this, has been, this has been one of the... Uh, this has been one of the more lively episodes. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ellie, you got anything? I'll look at my questions now. 
I think we hit most of them. I think we hit most of them. So I think we got pretty much everything in here. Right on. I don't know. Um, yeah, for sure. We got our whole list. We got our whole list done. This is the first time we made a list too. We need to make a longer list next time. <laughs> uh, so like three horror movies that you can find like three horror movies that can like introduce somebody to horror like just in general like something that'll make people be like yo this is really sick i want to watch more of this should i avoid ones we already mentioned we already talked about not necessarily if you think like evil dead 2 would be like I a mean, good yeah. one for that evil, evil like, dead 2 yeah evil dead 2 is definitely right up there one sec let me open up my letterbox again because my i have the memory of a squirrel uh, <laughs> Evil Dead 2. I'm sorry, my bad. One sec. I just don't want to. Ha- I don't. I don't want to half-ass this answer. You know. Not for sure. The uh, pop-up scream video with the car. <laughs> yeah, that that YouTube commercial. Yeah, that. That's definitely up there. Damn, that did get me when I was a kid. Definitely. Oh, wow. We didn't even talk about Scream. I'm actually kind of surprised that didn't. Oh, come. I love Scream. I love that. I that's my that's vibe. Like the one you know? we kind of missed. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. That um, and Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw's sick. That the that movie kind of fucked me up as a kid. I mean, yeah, that movie's scary as fuck. That's like um, that's like the scariest of like the OG ones. Cabin in the Woods is up there. The original Halloween is up there. That movie It Follows. Ooh. I really loved. I loved that movie a lot. Um, the witch with two V's, the witch. The <laughs> saw big, that in theaters. Big fan of that movie. I saw Mandy with Nick Cage. Thought that was a great movie. Uh, let's see. I'm just going through my my five star movies here. Um, yeah, that Ring movie. Oh, I love Return of the Living Dead. Return, oh. not Night. Return of the Living Dead is up there for me. I That's love that movie. Good. That's really yeah. campy too. That's a really campy good one. I love that. That actually has the main character in that is the main character in my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie, oh, which is another cool. just like really shitty campy horror movie. Yeah, I'd say the ones I just mentioned are up there. Yeah, cool. I think that's a good like Nightmare on Elm Street primer. three. What's Nightmare on Elm Street three is was a big one for me. I like it's oh, called uh, Dream Warriors. I think that's that, it's that's that one's called. I like that one a lot. That one's cheesy. But like exactly that's why i like good. it yes <laughs> yes 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 cheesy horror movies are the best honestly the best. like I, w- I would take those i would take those most times over like movies that take themselves too seriously yes the one genre where the worse it is the better it is exactly <laughs> evil dead evil dead uh like I, i'm gonna keep going back to it just because it's my favorite please do like, please do evil yeah dead. talk about it forever Evil Dead is not like it wasn't seeking out to be a good movie. It just kind of accidentally became a good movie. The like, first one, especially, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. That movie, like it really and it honestly looking back at it now with the with the great sequels and stuff, it really isn't that great of a movie. The first Evil no. Dead movie is not that good. I love it. Like I'll watch it and I think the aesthetic is like exactly what I want. But the movie itself is like. Not particularly great. Some but, of the stuff in it is cool, like the yeah. like camera shot, like the camera shot with like uh, going like the camera like the flying through the woods, yes. like that's super cool. Iconic, yeah, I love that. Incredible. 
Yes, agreed. All right. Other than that, I think um, I think we got just about everything we need to uh, talk about down. So right we can on. we can Hell move yeah. into some some closing stuff. For sure. Um, <laughs> hey, Nick, you wanna you wanna shout yourself out real quick since you were basically a third co-host on here. I love sure. Nick. <laughs> Um, I have a YouTube channel called Nickamajig. Sounds how it's spelled. And I have a Zelda cover of Song of Storms on there. And you can go check me out. That's it. That's the only Ooh. thing you got going. I've never been in that. <laughs> also, I did the side project. I did the side project called Equipment. And it's doing okay, I guess. And it fucking rocks. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Of course, dude. I love your band. Honestly, genuinely, I mean it. Your band is sick. I cherish every time I see y'all and every time we've played with y'all. It's, God it's bless. Big, big, uh, wholesome energy for sure. <laughs> Love it. All right, Corey, you wanna you wanna go next? Plug the socials, plug the band, plug the tours. Yeah, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, we got Facebook. Uh, Prince Daddy and the Hyena. I'm sure if you type that in, all three of those things will pop up. Uh. <laughs> Cosmic Thrill Seekers. It's an album we got. I like it. Maybe you will. You could listen to it. Uh, buy tickets to our shows. We're going on tour this spring with other good bands that are better than us. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Buy merch. Buy merch. We got Gremlins merch. Can we start a beef with Jake Solzer real quick? I love Jake Solzer. <laughs> I'd like, I like to Jake start a beef, though. never listen to this. Jake Get will Jake. never even listen to this, though. If he knows that I'm on a podcast, he'll make sure to fucking block y'all. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to block a lot of podcasts then. Yep, like <laughs> six a day. Damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Hey, Jake, if you're listening, I love you. Please listen, because I want you to be proud of me. Hey, thanks. Bye. Also, hop on here, Jake. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, we gotta talk about something. We know you got Discord. <laughs> yeah, we're not stupid, Jake, all right? We know you're here. <laughs> we we've all been in a chatterbot discord at some point <laughs> all right ellie uh i'm ellie i do a bunch of different things um you can find all of them on my twitter which is ellie underscore heart underscore though got some cool tours coming up next big thing is focella um which is in bowling green ohio on April 18th. It's two and days. 17th. And 17th. Yes. That's the day we play. I hope it exists. <laughs> yes. You, you, you want to come to both days. There's some good, good shit going on. But yeah, that's all you have to me. All right. Uh, for my personal, it's at Alpaca Neb. Um, if you want to follow my band, it's at Sweet Peach MD. And if you want to follow the podcast, it's at no number one cares cast because <laughs> I had to shorten it. Um, so, yeah, if you need to if you need to follow us, if you want to DM us, if you want to be on the podcast, hit me up. We got a lot of stuff going on. It's really dope. Um, follow us uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, follow Chillwave on YouTube because that's where we post it on YouTube. Um, other than that, that's about it. So thank you so much, Sweet. Corey, for coming on. This Yo, thank you so really much for having fun. me. I had a lot thank, of fun talking with y'all. Thanks, Nick, for uh, popping in. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for not kicking me immediately. 
<laughs> we, got, we got two more episodes to record today. So if you want to, if you want to hop in with, um, I might have to bleep this with.